0: Well, hello everyone. Today we are on show number 44, and we are going to talk about the wonders of water. And you might wonder why I would have a show about water. Well, it's one of those elements that many of us, including myself, have taken for granted. And we just don't think too much about water. However, Water is actually an amazing substance, and it and it also, as you know, has deep spiritual significance. And so, you know me, we've got to get to a little sciencey part of water first in order to really understand this topic. But I'm going to keep that part basic and brief. And as you learned in school, water is composed of the molecular structure. H2O. This means that there's two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom that actually form a triangular formation. And this formation changes and the molecules move apart or closer together depending on the temperature of the water. And so you know when water is heated up, it becomes steam. And it's, but it's still H2O. It's just in a different form. The molecular form is different. Likewise, at a freezing temperature, water becomes solid as the molecules move into another formation, but they're still H2O. So there we have three different forms of water liquid, gas, and solid ice, but they're all still. H2O. So I love using the analogy of water being in three different forms yet still remaining H2O. And the fact that we have a Trinity consisting of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three different persons of the Godhead yet still the same amazing God. I think that's pretty, pretty cool. So remember, the molecular structure of water is in the form of a triangle. Y'all, God is in the details big time. When we take a minute to just see the connections that are all around us in nature, it really will blow you away when you really stop and take a moment to look at the water. Well in my book, Theosynthesis, I wrote about the properties of water and the miracles of water. When you really think about the importance that water has and what a miraculous substance it is, how can you not be in awe of our awesome God? And we know that our own bodies are comprised of a ton of water. Water makes up our lymphatic system our blood, the fluids in and around each organ, our eyes, and so much more. And when we are developing in our mother's womb, we are encased in a sack of water. When we are baptized, it is with water. And the first miracle of Jesus involved turning the water into wine. So we need water, both physically and spiritually. And Jesus told us that he himself is the living water. In John 4, we read of the encounter between Jesus and the woman at the water well. Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him, will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. How perfect and beautiful is that? And interestingly, too, this encounter that Jesus had with the woman at the well, this is the first time that anyone in the Bible goes and tells others about Jesus being the Messiah. And I think, I just think it's so interesting that it encountered water. Very cool. All right, so back to a few more science y things. Have you ever noticed the polarity of water? And what I mean is, when you watch water droplets as they pull together on a surface, and a real good example is when you've just had your car waxed and What it starts to rain, and you have the water that beads up in little balls and rolls down. But as it's rolling down your windshield, you'll see it grab hold of another ball of water, and another, and another, and another until it forms a sheet. Well, that's because water, the way that hydrogen and the um, oxygen molecules are polarized, some being negative and positive, it draws them together and it brings them together. They are attracted. And so this makes then water have this amazing ability for it to be polar and to want to hang together and stick together. I kind of see that as, um, as believers. And the more that I have walked in my faith, I really feel that desire and pull to want to be around other believers and how I want to be immersed into my Bible. I want to bathe in the scriptures. It's just so important. And I just, I just feel that. Um, So anyway, I just find that's super neat about the polarity of water. But the Bible itself is full of verses about water. In fact, did you know That water is mentioned a total of 722 times in the Bible. Well, yeah, it is. And this is more mentioned more than faith, hope, prayer, and worship. So this means the topic of water is very important to God. And so I'm going to go through a few of these. We'll start at the very, very beginning in Genesis 1-2. Now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters In Isaiah 58:11 the Lord will guide you always he will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame you will be like a well-watered garden like a spring whose waters never fail. And then in Ezekiel thirty six twenty five, I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. And then we get to Jesus. Two verses from John I'd like to read to you. John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. And then in John 7, 38, whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And then we find, just like we did at the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis, at the very end, the last chapter in Revelation 22, 17 says this, The Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let everyone who hears say, Come. And let everyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who wishes to take the water of life as a gift. Wow. So we see God creating the earth and bringing that water. And then we see at the very end, the last book of the Bible. The revelation of Christ, who's telling us, let anyone, and that means anyone, y'all, anyone who calls on his name, they can take the water of life because it's a gift. It's a gift from Christ. So beautiful. The Bible is full of these amazing scriptures about the importance of water in our lives. The spiritual water, however, is the source from which we gain eternal life. And so I'd like to shift gears back to a topic that I've spoken of before, and it's about sound frequency. And as you know, sound travels across water very efficiently. Have you ever been across the water from someone, maybe on the other side of a pond or a lake, and you could clearly hear their conversation. Well, this is because of how sound waves travel across the water. So I was curious about this phenomenon and the connection between sound and our human body. And because our bodies are comprised of about 60 to 70% fluid, it would make sense that sound would have an effect on our bodies, and it does. There was a Swiss physician, Dr. Hans Jenny, who actually studied the wave phenomenon from the sounds and words and how they affect water. And he theorized that sounds and words would most likely affect the human body itself, which we definitely know is happening. And then another scientist that was really exciting that I found was Dr. Masara Emoto. He performed some intriguing studies where he photographed water as it crystallized when it was frozen. But his photographs are quite compelling because what he did was he would take one group of water and he would speak words of love and prayer or beautiful music. And then he took another set and he would speak words of hate, negativity, or play really awful, fragmented, heavy metal music. And what he found were the crystal, as it would freeze, the water that was spoken to in love and beautiful music made the most fascinating, gorgeous crystals. And then likewise, the crystals that formed with the hate and negativity and fragmented music actually created these dark, blurred, nasty-looking shapes, nothing like the other crystals. So you could see that the sound emitted on that water as it froze captured captured the energy and what that sound was doing to form those crystals or those blobs. So sounds and words are significant, not only in what we speak, but what we allow ourselves to listen to and hear. What you choose to expose yourself to most definitely has an impact on your life and on your body. So think about this. The womb is a sack filled with water housing a developing baby for nine months. This fluid-filled home transmits sound through the water very effectively. Mothers are encouraged to play calm music, speak in calming tones to bathe their babies in these loving sound waves. And so imagine a a developing fetus who is in a, a womb where they are hearing Yelling and cursing and screaming and awful music makes a difference. It definitely makes a difference on that developing child. So let's talk about the brain a little bit. The brain is also bathed in a layer of cerebral fluid. Our hearts, our kidneys, our liver, our stomach and intestines, they all receive a continual stream of fluids flowing through them at all times. And when these fluids are disrupted, the flow is affected, and the health of the organ is altered. And also, what is included in those fluids? So if you're feeding yourself full of diet sodas and fast, yucky foods, you're going to fill that fluid that goes to every cell of your body with those toxins. And so when you think about the emotional side, have you ever noticed that when you are emotionally upset, how this affects various parts of your body. I know for me, I feel it in my gut. My gut just locks up and I feel it. So, so much affects the fluids of our bodies. So it's really important to remember that. And it's important to protect the words of life that come from within yourself and the words of life that you bathe yourself in when reading God's Word. So, speaking of bathing in God's Word, here's a verse I wanted to include. I just love it. Ephesians 1 7 through 9 says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished on us. In all His wisdom and insight, He made known to us the mystery of His will, according to His kind intention which he purposed in him. And so that word lavish really jumped out at me. It says, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished on us. And so the word lavish in Latin means to wash. So therefore Jesus has washed us with his grace, wisdom, and his insight. How beautiful is that? And we know, too, that by his blood, we are washed whiter than snow. We are lavished by his blood. We are washed by it. I'm not sure if you've ever really thought about the miracle of water. And I hope that after listening today, that you will have a new and profound appreciation for this beautiful liquid we call water. And so the next time, You pour yourself a glass of water. Thank our creator for providing us this amazing substance that sustains us both physically and more important, spiritually. Well, you guys, I would so love to hear from you. And just head to my website, drpaulamcdonald.com and you can connect with me. You can order my book. You can hear other podcasts. There's resources, so much there. And so more importantly, I would love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So reach out today and let me know who you are. And never, never, never forget to fully live today. Hello. So on our Ask Dr. Paula, the question today has to do with proper hydration and the quality of water. On my website, drpaulamcdonald.com, I have a section called Resources. And under this tab are several products and services that I'd like to share with you. And one in particular has to do with water. If you click on the Kangen Water, you can learn more about this wonderful water system. And I've heard people say, but oh my gosh, Paula, it's so expensive. And I always go back to you guys, Your health is worth more than anything else. And that's where you have to evaluate how much value do you place in this beautiful temple. Okay, so as you just heard in today's podcast about the wonders of water, we simply cannot live without this liquid. Therefore, what type of water and how much we should be drinking daily is an important topic. And they are, there are many, many varied views on how much water we should consume daily. I mean, you guys, it's all over the board. But what I have found is that each of us has actually very different needs when it comes to hydration. Some people just perspire more, just sitting there. And they need more water more frequently. I'm one of those people who does not do that. And so I may not need as much water as the next person. And it just depends on the environment that you live in and what you're doing on a daily basis. But you need to monitor that yourself. But the most important thing to note is to stay hydrated enough that you don't find yourself being thirsty. In other words, drink your water throughout the day in order to stay ahead of the thirst. And no drinking sodas and teas or anything else, liquids, they do not count. For your water, you need clean, pure water. And well, the clean and pure part is difficult as city water supplies are full of things that we really don't need in our bodies. And this is why a good filtration system for your drinking water is essential. Did you know that you can go online to your local water company and request the latest water report? Well, that is something that everyone should do. You guys, you have the right to know what is in your drinking water. And I bet when you get this report, you're going to be surprised at the number of yucky chemicals that are in there. And for me, that's why I have a Kangen water system. Because I want to filter out that yuck That I don't want in my fluids in my body and remember my podcast about the pineal gland it's podcast number nine go back and listen to it as I discuss that fluoride is one of the elements that actually calcifies this important gland and most water systems are in the in city waters and public water they have a ton of fluoride so go back and listen to episode nine on the pineal gland. Very important. So you need to know what you are drinking. Do some research and then make some decisions about the water that you are drinking and cooking with. Check out the Kangen water system and others that are out there. There's lots of others. You are worth ensuring that you and your family are getting the very best and cleanest water possible. And remember, Your body is a temple, and what you fill it with does make a huge difference. So go and live that life, you guys. Drink up. Stay hydrated. Fill yourself with the Word of God. And I love hearing from you. Shoot me your questions, your comments. Go to drpaulamcdonald.com. Click on the Connect tab. And until next time, are you fully? living today.